Welcome to the Brent Gold Podcast with co-host Eric Lawholm. We are building 1 million agents in 100 countries in 10 years. Now, here's your host, Brent Gold. Hi, this is Eric Lawholm. I want to welcome all of you to another great edition of the Brent Gove Podcast. I'll be your host today, and we have another amazing guest. Today, I'm joined by Marguerite Crispillo. Marguerite, how are you today? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? Fantastic. Well, you and I, we go back, I don't know, it's probably been over 10 years. At least, yeah, if not longer. It's been a long time. Yeah, I've trained in your office, and we've been on each other's podcasts, and so I'm familiar with, um, you have a tremendous track record of success in real estate. And uh, why don't we start off and share with us um, a little bit about your background in real estate. And then um, once we get up to when you join EXP, then we can talk about um, your EXP story since you got involved. But why don't we go way back to you, how you got started in real estate and your kind of your real estate journey. Back to the dinosaur ages. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually got into real estate uh, 28 years ago. It was December of 1993. And we had a young son at home, Jordan. And my husband was in the mortgage business and interest rates had dropped to an all-time low of like 8%. And we talked about me getting my real estate license so I could do loans for a while. So I could kind of have a flexible schedule with my son and that kind of thing. And so I got my real estate license and did loans for about a year and hated it. God bless our lenders out there and all they do. And decided that I was going to go to work for an REO team at the time as an assistant. I was now had a second son and a third one on the way. And so I went to work as his assistant, helping him input data and setting up top producer back in the day when it first came out, when MLS just converted to computerized systems. And worked for him part time and answered his phones and he'd always be too busy. So I'd take the call and I'd say, hey, Luigi, they want to see property. And he goes, well, go show them houses. And I'm like, okay. And I'd get out there because we didn't have cell phones back then. And I'd say, hey, they want to, you know, write up an offer. And he'd go, well, write up an offer. And next thing you know, I'd sold 18 houses in my first six months. And I decided, I think real estate's for me. So I, shortly thereafter, I was young and overconfident and thought, well, what the heck? I'm just going to go open my own company, which probably wasn't the smartest thing to do. But in January of 1996, my husband and I, uh, Joe, decided to open our first independent brokerage called Realty First. And we kept that going for, well, let's see, 15 or 16 years. Then in probably 2009, we bought a franchise and we operated that franchise for about five years and built a company to 120 agents. Wow. And decided that we wanted to go back to doing something a little smaller. and. Uh, closed our company in January of 2015, went back to being a small independent brokerage with about 20, 25 agents, and then decided to join EXP in October of 2016. Fantastic. And what was the um, the reason that you joined EXP and what has been your experience uh, with EXP so far? Well, you know, the interesting thing is, is that when Brent called me back in October 2016, I had zero interest in talking to anybody about joining a company. You know, I'd had my own company for 22 years and I didn't have any desire to go work for someone else. You know, I'd closed over 4,000 deals under my name and and I felt like I could do just fine on my own. 
And I had been recruited by just about every company out there. I'd been flown, you know, to Austin, Texas, and some of these big events and just felt, you know what, I don't really think that they can offer me anything that makes sense. So when Brent called me, I said, Brent, I love you, man, but thanks anyway. Not interested. Wish you the best. Well, if any of you know Brent, he's extremely persistent. So he called me one day and he said, hey, do you want to go to lunch? And I said, where are you? He goes, across the street. (laughs) I go, well, I guess we're going to lunch. So went to lunch and he spent about an hour, you know, asking me what was going on in my life, talking to me. Didn't say anything about EXP until the last five minutes. I said, all right, what what are you up to, Brent? What's this EXP thing? He goes, can you be at my office tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. and bring Joe? I was like, oh, my goodness. So I went to his office the next day, completely convinced I was not going to do whatever he was offering. And we went to his office, and I have to tell you, about 10 minutes into watching, we did a, a live webinar back then with Rob Flick. And I remember looking at my husband, Joe, I said, um, I think that this is, I think we're headed in the right direction. I think this totally makes sense. And so shortly thereafter, we went back to our agents who we'd already told a year before that we were switching companies and we really had to to think it through. We spent the night talking and said, you know, we really, at the end of the day, uh, think this makes sense for us and our agents. So we went in the next day and told our agents we were joining EXP. So that was been now five years ago this month. Yeah. And how has it been uh, over the last five years for you? You know, I I won't lie. The first year I was nervous because I had had such bad experiences in the past. So I literally kept one foot in and one foot out. Um, And, you know, when we joined the company, there were only 1400 agents. So with the massive growth they experienced the first year or so was was a little rough. But uh, I can tell you without a doubt, it has been absolutely the best decision we ever made. I cannot imagine being anywhere else. It has completely changed the trajectory of our lives. I mean, last summer, I'm not sure if you're aware, I was diagnosed with breast cancer last June. Mm -hmm. And when I was diagnosed, you know, everyone has that kind of panic attack, like what's going to happen to my family? You know, am I going to be able to work? I mean, I'm in a commissioned only type business. So if I don't work, I don't make money. And I had to say, when I sat down and I looked at two of the key components of EXP, which is revenue share and stock, I knew that my family would be okay. I knew that for the first time in my career, I could focus on my health and not focus on my wealth. And I could literally take the time to take care of what I needed to do. And EXP, I had revenue share coming in every month. We had enough stock to be able to um, for my family to be okay if anything happened to me. So luckily I'm now a little over a year out. I'm cancer free, moving on with life. And I'm still forever grateful, uh, to EXP for allowing me that time to focus on my health and, um, and be able to do that. Fantastic. Well, let's talk about, um, you said something where you needed to go back to your team and say, now we're going in this new direction. And and I would imagine that any um, independent broker that's taken a look at going to EXP would have a concern about how am I going to tell my team? Can you just talk to us about, you know, what that was like and what were, were they receptive? Did they resist it? What, what happened? Well, I'll tell you that, you know, it, for most small independent brokerages, you really kind of build more of like a family, right? And so I believe that, that these people respected us and the decisions we had made and, knew that 
we would have thought it through and made a good decision. I will tell you that out of the 20 agents we had at the time, about 10 came with us immediately, no questions asked. They said, wherever you go, we go. And another 10 said, eh, I think we're going to you know, sit tight. So as I mentioned earlier, we kept our brokerage open for a year. My husband stayed there. I went to EXP. And at the end of that year, we evaluated those 10 agents. And here's the, the sad truth for most independent brokerages. Those combined agents, 10 agents, had only closed three deals in that entire year combined. And that amount of money that came in to us, which was a small percentage, we had people on high splits like most independent brokerages do, was not even enough to keep the doors open for one month. And so we made that decision at the end of the year that we went to all those agents and said, you can either join us or you can go elsewhere. We love you and we wish you the best. Two of them went ahead and came with us and the rest went to other companies, but they weren't really people who were producing anyway. And yeah. I think for independent brokerages, that's the hardest thing is to let go of those people who may someday produce, right? Yeah. And they just don't. And so that was very difficult, but just about everybody that we talked to was very supportive and said, whatever you do, we do. Now at that point, prior to coming to EXP and then when you transitioned to EXP, um, did you have an office at that point? So we did have an office. So we'd had a large office. You remember you'd done training there. Yeah. And we had moved out of that office when we shut down the franchise and gone into a smaller office in Old Roseville. And I had opened that office literally September of 2016. And a month later, we joined EXP. So we did keep that office because I myself love having an office. Like I need a place to go, you know, and meet with clients and that kind of thing. I really enjoyed having an office. So I did keep that office. And then now I share that office with uh, the awesome Jay Friedman, who's part of the Turner DeMarco Friedman team that you interviewed. Mm -hmm. And um, I share that office with him and several other agents. So I still enjoy having an office. Um, but yes, I pay for that office. But we, yeah. share, we share payment for it. And now that you now that's a shared office space, though, it sounds like your overhead for the office has gone down from when you had it all to yourself. Is that accurate? Oh, dramatically. Yes, dramatically. Yeah. The overhead dropped. I mean, well, and the thing is, too, as an independent brokerage, there are so many things that you're paying for, you know, things like leases and errors and emissions insurance and business insurances and all these different things that once you join EXP, you can actually eliminate a lot of those costs. So uh, the profitability is way beyond anything it ever was as an independent brokerage. And the beauty of EXP is we're able to get out of our backyard. You know, when we had our own company, we had three offices, but we could only recruit in our backyard. And now I literally have almost 400 agents around the country and in a couple different countries. I could have never done that as a small independent brokerage. I could have never in a million years offered all of the advantages that EXP has. I just couldn't do it. Can't do it as a small independent broker. And, you know, truth be told, the main reason people stay as an independent broker is, number one, ego, right? We all have egos and we want want to do something um, that means something. Um, but at the end of the day, I had to really look at what was the best for us and best for our agents. And EXP has, without a doubt, been the best decision we made. Yeah. So the, your organization currently, you said, I think it was around 400. And when you had your independent brokerage, what was the height the biggest that your team had been at that point we had uh, right around 120 agents at that time so we've more than tripled what we had um 
that it took us 22 years to build. And, you know, in five years, we've tripled what we had and, and incredible way beyond way more profitable than it ever was as an independent brokerage. And when you have those 120 people, I would imagine a lot of your day each day was just making sure everything was being run properly. Whereas with EXP now you don't have to put all that, that energy in is, is that accurate? Yeah, absolutely. Like we don't have to deal with the management and the, you know, oversight of the agents. We have state brokers who do that. And, you know, there's what over 700 staff now available inside EXP world that can help agents nonstop. Um, I mean, I still do some stuff to help because, you know, that's just the kind of person I am. But um, the reality is, is that I no longer have to deal with the infrastructure, the back office, the oversight, the, you know, Department of Real Estate issues, the, you know, all of those things. I don't have to deal with any of that. Now my time can be spent just, you know, helping those agents inspire, motivate, coach, train, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it sounds like from what you said, when you had the uh, cancer situation, because you were with EXP, you were able to, did you take some time off of real estate just to work on healing at that point, but then the money kept coming in? Is that what happened? Absolutely. I mean, the, re- the revenue share income came in every month, whether I was selling or not. I was able to take some time off and focus on my health. And, um, you know, I had incredible support from not only from EXP, but from so many of the agents who are with EXP that are, you know, friends and family and that kind of thing. So, yeah, that monthly revenue share coming in was a game changer for us, you know, and then the stock has, you know, gone through the roof. So that's been pretty exciting. And we were actually able to remodel our home after 28 years, thanks to um, EXP. Wow, that is fantastic. Well, I want to ask you a couple of um, real estate strategy questions uh, since I've got you here. And the last time I interviewed you, it's, it's been a few years, but I think you, you shared with me, my numbers might be off here, but that you had done, I think, 100 deals or more 17 years in a row. Was that, is that accurate? Yeah, I've actually, in my career, closed over 4,000 transactions over 28 years. So I had definitely done 100 plus homes for many years. And then, you know, during the REO crisis, I was doing two and 300 homes a year. So uh, I've done my numbers and yeah, I've sold over 4,000 homes in my career. I've been incredibly blessed to be able to help that many families. Yeah. And what I remember the last time that I interviewed you, you had shared that one of the main reasons that you had had so much success was that the way I would describe it, you became your client's real estate solution for life and they would come back to you. And part of that was you stayed in touch with them, whether it was through direct mail or through email marketing. So could you just speak to the importance of having systems to stay in touch so people keep you top of mind? Well, you know, I'll tell you the story of um, her name's Linda Buckmaster, and she's given me permission to share this story. And I helped her in 1997 buy a $50,000 HUD home, right? Hard to believe those homes existed, but a $50,000 HUD home. She has since referred me, well, she's bought and sold eight homes through me now, she has since referred people who've referred people who've referred people who've referred people eight levels deep, over 70 referrals, well over $300,000 in commissions wow. since I helped her 24 years ago now. And so I laugh because people sometimes talk about um, MLMs and things like that. But, you know, that's a referral tree. That's literally... She referred people who referred people who referred people. And that's the kind of business we all dream of. 
And, you know, if you really take great care of clients and do what is best for them, they'll refer you over and over and over again. So I now have a database that's well worth over $10 million, I would say, if you were to take all of the people in my database and times it times the amount of commissions I earned off of one. Uh, it, it makes your database worth millions of dollars. And the sad thing is most agents don't even have a database and they don't put any time, energy or effort into that. Well, that's really where the gold is. That's really the most valuable thing that you can do. Fantastic. Well, before yeah. we wrap up, Marguerite, is there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners today? You know, I would just say that number one, be open to opportunities. Sometimes we can get so closed minded that we miss things that are right in front of us and we're not really open to determining what could potentially be possible. So I think just opening your mind to different opportunities and what is possible out there, you just never know. Timing and circumstance change things, right? So if you had probably asked me a year before, I would have said, absolutely not. Nope, nope, nope. Because I was so caught up in my head. And I'm so grateful to this day for the fact that uh, I was open to that opportunity with Brent. And I think that that just applies in so many areas of your life. Just be open. Fantastic. Well, for all of you listening, I always encourage you to listen to these podcasts seven times and or at least several times. And the, the reason why is so you can put the, the ideas from our guest today, Marguerite, into the subconscious mind. And this also could be a great podcast if you're out sharing EXP with an independent brokerage. Um, let them hear from somebody just like them that has you know, gone through what they're going through. And uh, this may help them really connect the dots for why EXP is such a wonderful opportunity. And uh, with that, that's going to wrap up another great edition of the Brent Go podcast. Thanks for listening. And we look forward to connecting with you on a future podcast. Bye for now. Okay, so here's the deal. We have incredible information video content on my YouTube channel. Go over there and make sure you subscribe. And it's vital that you ring the bell. If you ring that bell every time I put out new content, it's actually going to notify you. You can get the latest and greatest of what's happening at EXP. Now, don't forget to like me on Facebook. So you can also get that content and then follow me on Instagram. We're hitting everybody high, low, and in between. We're trying to get the information out there so you can build big businesses, revenue share organizations. So go to uh, YouTube right now. Please subscribe and ring that bell. Like me on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. We'll see you out there.